When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome in to another edition of Lakers Fast Break Podcast. I am your host, Magic Man, a.k.a. Sean Grice, and welcome in. As uh, I am joined by two esteemed guests, we're joined by uh, Lee, out of the D, and we're joined by uh, Mr. Joe Soro from Temecula, California. Gentlemen, uh, Lakers come up short again in what could only be described as an abomination of an effort on the road, lose 124 to 98. Just disappointing all around. The effort was lackadaisical from the start. Houston outscored the Lakers 32 to 19 in the first, which has become a, a continuing source of uh, angst for all of us as Laker fans. Uh, as we join, uh, bring in Lee. Lee, how did you assess the performance out of the first quarter, and what do you make of these deflating starts to the game that seem to be uh, never-ending? Yeah, it's like, uh, I don't know, Lakers just come out pretty casual, and teams are coming for their throats, and, uh, you know, teams are coming out playing hard, uh, and Lakers are not playing as hard and 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 yet uh D'Lo and Reeves you know and guys are just attacking him man and it's like free lunch and you see how much Anthony Davis you know uh you know our defense hasn't been great anyway but without AD man it's like a layup drill in there guys was just going to the rack flipping up finger rolls and Jeff Green's having the fountain of youth and making him look like Moses Malone in there it's bad. I mean, uh, I don't get how you come out uh, each game, no matter who you're playing. You're down 10. You might as well just start off the game down 10 zip. Save us the, the drama and just put 10 on the on the scoreboard and let's start then. It's, it's ridiculous. Lee, the Lakers were badly out-rebounded, 57 to 34. Um, and again, uh, the second chance points, not even worth discussing because the Lakers weren't even close. Houston had 26 second chance points. The Lakers had six. Uh, why is there a lack of emphasis fundamentally on boxing out and rebounding now in the NBA league, especially with the, the Lakers situation? I mean, the Lakers are the one of the worst teams at this point, but it's a systemic issue overall. What do you make of that? Why is that happening, do you think, Lee? It's just pretty surprising, especially with a, a hard-nosed coach like Darvin Ham, who's kind of a lunch um, a lunch bucket, uh, go-to-work type of coach who didn't uh, – he's not a finesse player. He wasn't given anything. He had to earn everything he got in the league. Um, 
So they definitely are not taking on their co coach's personality. That's for sure. Um, but you look at the roster. Um, it's, it's, I mean, they, I watched, uh, um, who was it? Uh, I don't know who came off the bench for Houston, but um, the shot went up. Uh, that was Reeves, man. Reeves was like inside of the three-point line. He turned and looked at the, re you know, and faced the basket. It's like, no, 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 no. First thing you got to do is put your body on your man and then turn. You know, you meet your man and then turn. Those guys know it. I mean, it's just an effort thing. So Russell very rarely plays with that grit on defense. I think Reeves used to. Um, I think his his is really a confidence thing. I think he's just lost a lot of his confidence right now. And it's, um, you know, he'll get his groove back. But right now he's struggling. So those two, a lot of it is with those two. Christian Wood is not a great um, rebounder. He was, uh, you know, he was bad tonight too. So, you know, it was, man, it was, it was just bad all the way around. As far as league-wide goes, um, I don't know. I, I I I guess it goes back. I don't want to be that get off the yard, get off my uh, lawn guy. But it's yeah, it goes back to the way these guys are are being taught to play basketball, and uh, I guess they're missing out on some of those things. By um, you go to uh, school for one year, maybe you leave, and you don't pick up those fundamentals. Um, but then again, you know Doug Christie. I watched him at Michigan State. He he's he was he's pretty well schooled in fundamentals. But when you see him not out there, you know, he's out there. He's not boxing out. And he knows, you know, that's Izzo don't play that stuff. He'd be on the bench. So why is he not doing it today? I don't know. Thank you very much, Lee. As we welcome in uh, Joe Sora. Joe, Lakers fall, 128-94. Just uh, an inexcusable effort of a road trip. Lakers are now 0-5 on the road. Is this just a case of the road woes, Joe, or is there something bigger at play here with the Lakers? You're on mute, Joe. This is the eighth game they've played like crap to me. Uh, they haven't had one decent game. They've won three games, but it's getting to the point right now where we're, we're a couple of weeks away from really understanding who the leadership is. Um, looking at the coach and the people in and around that world. We said in the summer that I'm not going to put anything on Rob. I'm not going to put anything on Jeannie this time. They did what they were supposed to do. Now it was Darvin Ham's job to distribute the minutes correctly, preserve his, his main star, and obviously uh, need AD to do what he does. But AD being in, in, in the lineup didn't really change anything in the first seven games. This was just worse. But this should not have been this bad because this team is not good. You got run worse by the Houston Rockets than even the Denver Nuggets in Denver. So if you, you know, it's it's not, it's not, you're not going to be able to buy your way out of this one. And Darvin Ham is he's not a head coach in the NBA. <laughs> he's just not. 
He never was. Uh, he doesn't have the he doesn't have the skill set to motivate. He doesn't have the skill set to create any adjustments on the fly. He doesn't really push anyone. I'm trying to figure out if if the money that Austin Reeves and Rui and uh, to some degree uh, D'Angelo Russell, even though it's just a one year contract, I'm. Yeah, Gary, it's looking a lot like uh, uh, a Dave Roberts run type situation. It really does. It's it's just somebody who just doesn't know what they're doing, who's just sitting there just staring. And we're going to probably really have to make that assessment on whether this is going to go further in a couple of weeks. If this team is sitting at 8 and 12, that's going to be a problem. If they're sitting at 8-12, this is going to be a problem. And the thing that sucks about this is there is no one out there. Terry Stouts, I don't know if that's going to fix anything. But I, I, I don't know. And that's the problem right now. That's what's kind of making me think. Like, I've been racking my brain here the last 10 minutes. Like, who the hell could save this thing? And it doesn't look like anybody can come save it either. Somehow... Darvin Ham miraculously figures something out, or we're toast. We we might make the play in. They might hit a stride somewhere, but this is this is uh this is the league adjusting after year one. And Austin Reeves and D'Angelo Russell not looking like third or fourth best players on this team. There is no third best player on this team. It's only two. And if LeBron doesn't play Superman and if AD isn't playing Batman, this team is not going to win. They're not disciplined. They don't have the right leadership. And call call LeBron whatever you want. He's he's he, LeBron has nothing else to do anymore. It's over. It's done, guys. This is this is he's done enough. He, he well, well, what's concern? What's concerning? And I had I had mentioned this on uh, on playback, Lee, is that uh, if you look at if you look deep. At the nuts and bolts of the numbers this year, LeBron's output is actually a hundred percent more than what it was last year. He's he's increased his drives twofold, and uh, our our concern Lee is that Darvin Ham running this five out offense is not working. One one of the crucial factors you need in that five out offense is a slasher, and we have not seen any kind of motion offense from the Lakers this year. Like I, I can't, I can't think of two or more possessions that they ran where it was actually guys moving. And I'm wondering, Lee, what do you, th- what do you think? Is it just ham trying to throw anything at the wall at this point? Because if you look at, if you look at the best two lineups he's got this year so far, one of them is D'Angelo Russell, Austin Reeves, Torian Prince, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis. 141 possessions together. They have a minus 17.2 point differential. That's bad. So I'm wondering, why don't you think the five out is working at all, Lee, after Ham told us that he's got the guys to make it work? Well... Um, I think uh, I'll, I'll agree with Joe when he said that the Lakers have looked pretty bad eight games. And, you know, he just happened to 
scrape by and win three of them. Um, so uh, Darwin's uh, offense is is a mess. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know if the players are not executing what he wants. Um, maybe that's part of it. Uh, the guys aren't making open shots. They're not playing with confidence. Um, yeah, they're, they're very stagnant on offense. There's not a lot of movement. They're very easy to defend. Uh, so yeah, he and like you know, Joe mentioned he has he. You haven't seen him make any real, real adjustments. Um, so, the, I, you know, I guess the corner three. I don't know the stats on it, but I, I was I've been told incessantly that the corner three is the easiest shot and three point shot to make, right? I mean, how many times have the Lakers had wide open corner threes and they shoot and they miss them? Sometimes they just shoot air balls. It's like it's just it's pretty I, much a hit. I, 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 I mean, I don't understand. I don't understand that either, Lee. And that's a great point that you're making because it almost seems as if every corner shot is long or an air ball. Like yeah, and it it's a lot never online corner threes where other teams get that same shot. And it's money. I mean, and we get it. It's like, it's almost like they let the air out of the balloon. You know, LeBron does his move. He finds a guy, open corner three, and crank air. So, yes, Darvin, I mean, he's got to take responsibility for it. And uh, he's not putting them in a position to be successful. Christian Wood, what did he get? A couple shots? It's like Christian Wood is a guy that feeds off of his offense. You got to get him going, and then he'll be okay on defense, and then he'll give the effort, and then he'll grab a few more rebounds. You know, once he once he eats, he you know he'll he'll protect protect the yard a little bit. But you know, he plays twenty one minutes. I don't know how many shots he got up. A couple shots, not enough to really see if he was going to be effective in this game. And he gets a goon just you know eating his lunch, and it's like. Darvin, run something back at her. Give him the ball. Oh, let him, let him, let him, let him do something. Get him in the Christian, game. Get him, get Christian him had more free throw attempts than shots. Yeah, and yeah, he had zero yeah. points. Yeah, so, yeah. More when you have more fouls than you do points, yeah. more fouls than you do shots. You just, you don't. It's just a wasted, wasted effort. And he's going back to a place he used to play ex teammates. You would have thought, you know, we see more from him. So that's on him. That's on the coach. Uh, the fingers pointing at everybody when you play this bad. Abomination is a compliment. They, they, they. That was well below an abomination. So you give they give abomination a bad name. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't. I, you know, I wouldn't even say that for him today. Touche, sir. I, I think I was being kind as well. Uh, appreciate you, Bria. I couldn't think of a of a worse uh, worse word to use, but you're right on, Lee. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. My last movie that I saw in the theaters was The Last Skywalker. I know, condolences to me. Wow, man. Right. I I just had talked about that and I completely forgot that I saw that movie. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't speak great things about it, I suppose. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts.
And I want to thank Intel Wild out there. Shout out for the super chat. Uh, Intel says, this is very worrisome, getting last season vibes. Uh, Lee, Joe, do you want to comment on what Intel has to say, getting any kind of vibes from last season? Well, I, I promised Zangerstein that I would discuss some of the sets that the Lakers have run badly. And like the, in, like the in, thought, go ahead, Joe. One in particular is the high pick and roll. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to use two sets here. High pick and roll when LeBron has the ball and the high pick and roll when Austin Reeves has the ball. So let's go with LeBron first. So LeBron is going to meet his guy or his guy will meet him at, at let's say either side. Usually it's the left side. Um, then AD will come, set the screen, which is usually pretty pathetic. And then that play is supposed to free LeBron to go to the hole, create space so that the offense or the defense doesn't know whether to put their efforts into LeBron getting to the hole or worrying about AD getting a lob or shooting a shot. Now, if you've got athletic athletic guys in that situation, it's easy to guard it because AD can't shoot from mid-range on a consistent basis. Can't shoot from three, even if he spreads out. And if you if you if you have a guy just kind of tail LeBron a little, a secondary guy, you'll take your chances with 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 AD, especially the further he gets out from the basket. He you're not gonna have to worry about AD after that. So if you're not worried about AD, that was perfect, Sean, the one before it. If you're not worried about AD making a shot, now you can guard the lob. You can guard the bounce pass. And, and, and AD has not been good at getting the bounce pass. Everybody's fumbling crap. So that play on a consistent basis isn't going to work. Now, let's say they cover it. You're not going to AD. You're trying to get everybody to collapse, and then you're trying to throw it to the open guy, which is what's been happening because you still would rather be safe on that. I'd rather be safe on not letting the LeBron get to the basket and not letting AD uh, head to the basket. So now you're, you're, you're getting those guys kind of collapsing. Let's say you get a third guy that kind of comes in. Now you got a guy open on the corner. You're, LeBron is getting them the ball, and then all of a sudden, clank. So that doesn't work. Now, okay, what should we do? Should we have LeBron kind of floating? Should he be the striker? Should he be the slasher? LeBron could be a slasher. He could be a striker. All that stuff can work. He has that ability. So let's put Austin at the point, and let's run a pick and roll that way. Maybe we bring in Prince to, to be the, the, the screener and all that. And these screens are pathetic absolutely disgustingly pathetic the fundamentals suck ass the enthusiasm in them suck ass the the separation from the ball hander sucks ass if you're not going to shoot well austin your athleticism isn't getting to the basket and when you do get to the basket like you were doing last year you were getting contact and you're big enough to absorb it throw a little floater in, get an and one, and we're good. But that's not happening. Why? Because they've adjusted. They're they're probably hitting him a little harder now. Hey, guys, you're going to need to really get into this guy. He's Austin Reeves. The league isn't going to accommodate him. 
So now what do you do? Well, if you can't run the high pick and roll, if you can't have any ball movement, or let's say you do have the ball movement and your guys aren't making the shots, when you get that that guy the ball with some space, what offense is going to work at that point? You can sit there and go, well, Joe, Darvin Ham is trying to get these guys the ball. They're mit- They're getting open shots, but they're missing. But the issue after that is their enthusiasm on the other side of the ball. How do you get a team mentally focused to continue to play defense when they suck on offense? This is something that we've been taught and told forever. When when the ball ain't dropping, your defense still stays the same. But do we have the defenders to do it? We don't have Caruso. We don't have KCP. We don't have a stingy Rondo. So maybe we don't have the talent to do it. We thought the offense would be enough to at least cover that a little. And then, of course, you have AD in the back, but we don't. So this roster. Yeah, our our, the squeaky wheel gets the grease, Joe. Our grease last year was transition defense and taking advantage of opportunities when they presented themselves. Which, which, Which really, honestly, is the only way this team will have any consistency on offense, and it's what won the Lakers a title in 2020 was the second they got that ball, they went and LeBron won us an assist title because of it. But we're talking three seasons later, four seasons. Now this is the fourth from that guys, 21 season. Again, we, we, we couldn't afford this. We needed guys to, to, to pick up the slack a little for them. So, and of course, Alan, you brought up Schroeder, Schroeder, not being the second guy on the team and only guy last year that could get that dribble penetration without needing to run a set. He could actually use his speed and get to the basket to some degree. We don't have anyone that could do that right now. No one except LeBron. And if LeBron isn't playing, the numbers show that this team is whack. And uh, he playing tonight showed that this team is really bad because even with him trying to make something work, no one was hitting anything. And you lost to a Houston Rocket team that sucks. And you, I, I thought they looked like a playoff team tonight. You made them look like a playoff team. I mean, I Green looked like he looked like a superstar. He was getting to the basket at will. I mean, it didn't even he didn't even get any resistance. You had these guys. The you you had these guys scoring sixty eight points in the paint. Not, who who, who, on, this team, who on this crazy. team? Sorry, uh, Lee. Let me. I'll, I'll, no, I'll be done here. No, in a minute. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Joe. Who, sorry. who on this team is over six eight for for sixty eight points in the paint? Sangoon. That's it. Sangoon. I said this on the on 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 the telecast. Moves like my dead grandmother. Like, how does that even happen? He's good, but you have athletes that should be able to at least give him some kind of an issue. Christian Wood got out. Christian Wood proved today how why he's making two point seven million dollars. Uh, he was playing great the first six games to some, uh, you know, according to his situation. But he played like dog food. I want to say the other word, but dog food is a little bit considering the the theme tonight was dog. So I figured dog food would be good with the with the with the noise and the the language. Uh, so yeah, we. We we uh we're not we're not seeing an adjustment. It's a it's a combination of the adjustments not being able to be made. 
Darvin Ham is not capable of creating a system with this roster, which means he's the wrong coach right now for this team. And this team cannot execute, not make shots. And if that's the case, this is going to be a play-in team, maybe, if this keeps up. Yeah, as we welcome in our uh, esteemed podfather, Mr. Gerald Glassford, podfather, it was, uh, I said an abomination, but Lee correctly pointed out that using the word abomination is too kind to the word abomination. Uh, it was a sorry ass effort, Gerald. One, <laughs> again, 128.94, they fall. Uh, just a horrible effort. Gerald, how would you describe what you saw tonight? They played like they want their coach to be fired. I know these guys want to rant. I know they want to scream and yell. And, and you know, Sean's dogs are screaming and yelling. And, and L. Rob, you know, I just rare that he's here. And I, I'm just so glad whenever he's here, he brings such great insight. And I wanted to bring him come on and win. And Henry was actually with us on playback. And big shout out to Henry showcasing his Lakers fast break gear and all that. Big shout out to Henry. And the Lakers just absolutely decided to go ahead and quit today. And it was awful. Absolutely. Uh, it was terrible. Uh, go ahead, Joe. My rant tonight. I have anointed Darvin Ham a new nickname. It's an obvious one. His name is Pockets. And I would highly recommend anyone near the media in L.A. take that nickname. You have my permission. Pockets needs to start readjusting his pockets at this point because it's it's gotten to the point where this is the L.A. Lakers. You should not have taken this job. This was not the job that you needed to take uh, as your first uh, head coaching stint. There's too much pressure here. There's too much going on. Uh, I'm, I'm giving it two more weeks, and it's really going to come down harder. If this team is sitting at eight and twelve after twenty games, we're we're up we're up dog food creek. Pockets isn't showing anyone anything, and this these this team unfortunately now Rob's going to have to start sitting in his office a little bit more and saying, "Holy crap, how the hell am I going to adjust this?" He has a little bit more money to play with, so it might be a little easier this year than last year. So, but it sucks that Rob now has to start thinking about this here between maybe now and he's part of the problem. Well, it, it, the Lakers have done have made mistakes royally in one area in their franchise history, coach hiring. And it's not just recent. It's not from the Jerry West era down to the Kupchak era, now the Palinka era. They, 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 they've made some mistakes hiring the wrong coach. It cost them the 1969 NBA Finals because Fred and, and, uh, and, and Will Chamberlain couldn't see eye to eye. Uh, it's, it's, it's obviously been an issue with Luke Walton, with Byron Scott, even though Byron Scott was really hired to be the tank commander, at least that's the, the, what we think. Um, and then you hired Randy fund, you hired Rudy Tomjanovich. This is all under our watch, Kurt Rambis, you know, those things didn't, these, these are all band-aids or. Uh, and really I'd bad. like to, I'd like to, uh, continue the, the conversation just briefly just so we could sum up for the audience exactly what they're seeing, because we had talked about this on playback for the time he spent in Milwaukee under the, as an understudy to bud 
Darvin Ham said that he understood how to coach and how to play the five-out motion offense drill. We have not seen the five-out motion offense this year drill. The five-out motion offense requires at least one player on the court slashing continuously. So, for example, the Denver Nuggets are a five-out offense. One of KCP, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon were were considered the, the slasher on a particular possession, and that would be their job. So you would have two guy, one man in the corner, another man on the adjacent corner. You'd have two on the wings, and then you'd have usually Jokic out on the top of the key, ready to play the five out. That's a five out offense. The Lakers aren't running that. The Lakers, as Joe was saying, the Lakers run either that high pick and roll or high screen and roll with LeBron and Austin Rivers and two or three guys just standing around. Last year, he incorporated the 4-1 and one offense. Now, that I could understand because you had AD. Certain other teams run the 4-1 as well. The Kings run the 4-1. The, the Sixers run the 4-1 with a little bit more degree of success than we do. So I constantly question Darvin Ham's uh, offensive chops here, Gerald, because he is not running a five-out motion offense. And the 4-1 was working up until the Grizzlies series, and then he decided to abandon that because Kavon Looney was killing us on the boards and he had no other choice. Kenneth, no, this isn't just a ham problem. This isn't just a player problem. As we talked about before last season when it went awry with Westbrook and all that at the beginning of last season, this is an organizational problem from the top down. Okay, when this team plays like this, it's not just one person. It's not just the coach. It's not just a player. It's a top-down organizational issue. Organizations, when they're when things are good, they should all get the credit. When things go bad, it should all be placed all over the place because it should be an organizational blame on the entire entire team, the entire uh, you know from genie on down. It just right now it. Obviously, whatever we're seeing, it is absolutely atrocious. LeBron tonight at times was four on one, literally underneath the basket, four on one, with all the other players just standing out there looking goofy. And your coach has got his hands in his pockets, absolutely saying nothing. It's absolutely terrible. Absolutely inexcusable. No motion in the offense. Lakers have one of the worst half-court offenses out there. No transition. Nothing what we learned last year or what we did well, we are applying to this year. It's absolutely just stupid. And we're just chucking up threes. We're not even chucking as many as, you know, as we did last year. And we're actually shooting just as bad. So just all over the place. It's just a bad deal. And it's, again, for me, it's an organizational issue, Magic Man, from the top down. Point blank. L. Rob, I, I don't know if you agree, I, disagree. I, I, no, I, I, other than that, uh, other than that, Gerald, everything everything is looking good. Other, other than all the points you pointed out, no, it's it's everybody. Everybody has to, you know, share in the blame. Uh, where's the leadership? It's it's not coming from the coach. It's not coming from the players. I mean, 
Uh, Rob Palenka is going to go back in. You know, we're, we're going to start the milk carton again for him because he's going to go back into hiding. Yeah. So, I mean, having said all of that, it's only eight games. You know, we we've all seen enough basketball. We've seen teams start off to slow starts. We've seen guys just down on the mat, look like they're ready to be counted out, and you know, they hit hit a groove and hit their stride and start playing better. So, I'm not going to freak out too much. Um, you know, eight games into the season, maybe Vando is that important. Maybe having one energy guy really picks up everyone else's energy. Um, I don't know, um, but I do know when you're shooting uh, Lakers is number two in the league in, in two point uh, field goal percentage. Um, so also second to last in three point percentage. Yeah. And uh, as tough as it is, it's almost like when you got a D and you take a test and you bring your D down further tonight actually brought that three point percentage down for uh, even, even further than, than it was. And that was even making a few at garbage time to get them up to 25% for the night. Um, yeah, it's enough blame to go around. I mean, I don't think we have enough time to really go over every one and, and everything in the organization is not operating the way it should right now. Um, but the good news is what, we got a game Friday. Maybe this maybe this will be rock bottom for them. It's kind of hard to, to be, you know, to get lower than this, getting blown out by Houston where they're laughing and having fun and beating you by 25 points in the first half. So, What I mean, about Joe that last Smith, play by Joe Boban? Smith. Joe about- Smith is, is – come on, man. You can't be getting killed by Joe Smith. What about that Boban effort where he missed the free throw, walked into the lane, grabbed the ball, and dunked it, and four Lakers just stood around him and watched? Embarrassing. Absolutely. It's Boban. Not a speed demon either. No, no, no. And, and a, lot of his fun- old a lot of his fundamentals. I mean, I seen the guy shooting a free throw and Christie goes into the lane. And the guy shooting the free throw grabs his offensive rebound. I think it was, I don't know if it was Jay Sean or who it was, but it's like, dude, you go in and you box out the shooter. That's your responsibility. You're at that three spot at the free throw line. This is this is like uh, youth league basketball. You don't just go and turn and look at the rim and get let this guy have a free run. That's what I've been noticing a lot more. There's a lot. There's a lot more uh, ball watching uh, when it goes up rather than moving. Yeah, like moving, moving towards yeah. the direction. Like one one of the one of the best offensive rebounders we've seen in the past twenty five years, Gerald, is Kevin Love. Kevin Love often said that the the key, and Moses Malone said this as well. It's not where it's not where you th- you think uh, the ball's gonna go. It's watching where it's not gonna go. Usually, guys go where they think it's gonna go. But Moses and Kevin often thought, well, if it hits that back rim, it's gonna go out over here, and everybody's gonna try to dip around. So I've got the advantage, Gerald. We know that, as Lee said, Darvin Ham's old school, lunch but, bucket, hard hat. But L. Rob was correct. He, yeah, sorry, didn't interrupt. My apologies. Go ahead. 
Jeff Bad Green. Joe I was going to say, I was just saying Jeff Green. Spare me not, the old not, school. He's not old Jeff school. Jeff Green, Jackie. not Joe Smith. He is not old school. Okay. Although Jeff they're kind of in the same I'm age sorry. bracket. No. What did I say? Joe Smith? Yeah, Jeff said, Green. He Thank kept you. saying Joe Jeff Smith, Green. the yeah, former that, number one pick, man. Joe Smith. Just, just so Thank Lee Rob is not alone. I made a mistake too, okay? I meant, uh, I said Fred Shays. I met Butch Van Brendikoff. I'm sorry okay. about that. That was nice. Then we're going to go into uh, Dolph Shays. It's, 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 it's a fair, easy mistake to make, Joe. But it's, uh, yeah, old school. No, guys, uh, the fallacy these days is that you have old school guys that are here. No, old school guys are gone, guys. There's only a few of them left. And I'm not even that old. I'm 45. Where are the <laughs> 55 and, and 60 year olds that are supposed to be old school? Clint Eastwood is old school. Gene Hackman is old school. There are no old schools in the current uh, culture of professional sports, except maybe Bill Belichick. Except Bill Belichick. And, uh, of course, uh, in the college ranks, you have our our, our boy Nick Saban. So there is no. Uh, Darvin Ham is opening the door to a large i should say opening the elevator door in the shining right now that blood is about to come out and if this team is standing at 8 and 12 after 20 games that blood might reach him and then at that point he's going to have to decide on whether he's going to be able to escape jack nicholas nicholson sorry see this, this time i called him jack nicholas on the wrong side jack nicholson or is he going to have to withstand the creepy twin kids? Uh, it's just not – it's not looking good. The roster looks like they're spent after eight games. So if this team looks spent, what's going to keep – what's going to get them – I want to know this. What is going to change? You have to go into Phoenix on Friday. On a Friday, from Houston to Phoenix now. You think they're going to win that game? I don't know. Doesn't look good. And then you go home. You pay Portland at home. And then you got you got a couple home games next week. Are you going to be able to make up some ground? Maybe, maybe not. I hope so. But right now, they're 0-5 on the road. And I'm going to say it's probably going to be 0-6 before they get home. They got a lot of ground to cover here, guys. It's not looking good. I had predicted seven and three uh, positively since everybody likes positive. Some of us, some of you said six and four, which was probably more realistic. But right now we're looking like duds, guys. We're looking like we're, we're shooting out instead of in. And for the rants, oh boy, I've been, you know, if you want to rant guys, uh, you know, the rants are kind of like, um, <laughs> I felt like the rant yesterday was 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 enough for the week. Um, I, I I'm expecting a loss on Friday based off what I've seen. It's not as much fun ranting when they're when you know something's going to happen. Today I didn't know they were going to lose, but it was so surprising that they got beat. I don't even know. I'm kind of speechless, and I felt like maybe we needed to explain what was going on a little bit for the therapy. You know, explaining a little bit about why this team isn't playing well. Well, the team isn't playing well because the structure is off and. When the structure is off, usually talent can cover that. Problem is we don't have enough talent to do that. And if you're not shooting well, you are useless in the NBA. Absolutely useless. That's it. That's it. But pockets, 
not looking good, man. Not looking good. And uh, I don't know if I'm positive enough to think that this can get fixed if he's leading. Magic man. Uh, tell you what, uh, very uh, interesting game. And yeah, just, uh, I don't know. It just, it just is really hard to talk and continually give, provide insight and provide uplifting commentary when this team just gives you the kind of effort that they do. I mean, it wasn't the worst loss of the season in the NBA. Uh, I think your dogs can also attest to that, that there was a, at least a 40 and a 50 point blowout already this season. So the Lakers at least can take some solace in that, but yeah, it's just really, really a bad, bad effort tonight. And you saw LeBron, it just the look on his face when he was just the frustration, Sean, it was just, just to see, you could tell he is absolutely pissed that, that, you know, the effort was not there tonight. Yeah. He had that here we go again look like, yeah. come on, guys. Yeah. Really, we got to get out of this hole again. Groundhog Day. Yep. 100% Gerald. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the worst the worst defensive performance we've seen thus far this year has been the Pacers and the Spurs, and they gave up 152 points. I'm kind of worried the Lakers might give up 153 on Friday if they keep playing like this, Gerald. Well, the I mean, Phoenix just barely got out of Chicago with a win, right? With an overtime victory, they had a big lead and they ended up choking it uh, almost to the point where they lost the game. So they're struggling even more. I don't know if Booker will be back, uh, but of course, you know the way the Lakers' magic and pixie dust happens. They always seem to get everybody back under full health for the other team before they decide to play. So I'm pretty sure Booker will be back if that's the case. Now, AD, hopefully he'll be back in the lineup, and uh, hopefully we can have, alongside that, we can have Jackson Hayes as well. So hopefully we can have uh, a a little bit better team. Colin Castleton, he looked out of his league tonight. I mean, in the first four possessions – two fouls and two layups that he gave up. So, you know, that was pretty much useless. That kid needs to be seasoned down at South Bay for a year or two. Uh, so I apologize to Adam or Alan, who anybody who wanted uh, Castleton in the lineup, he was just not ready for prime time. You can see it. Maxwell Lewis, these kids are just not ready for prime time. They need, they need some time at South Bay. And because uh, anybody who's asking for them to come in the game, is just, yeah, they're, they're just not ready. That's just unfair to them. I think that's unfair to them. Oh, look who's here. Absolutely. Hey, look who's here. All right. All right. Well, you, know who, uh, you know who has been looking good lately? Uh, Lonnie the Walker the fourth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell me about it. Dennis Schroeder. Everybody say hello to Charlie. Charlie. Hey, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, I agree about your position, Charlie, on the Lakers. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, L. Rob, yeah, uh, Lonnie Walker, uh, Dennis Schroeder, uh, they're all finding uh, life beyond the Lakers right now. It's it's, uh, it's kind of discouraging to see. But I, I wouldn't. I, I'm not chalking up an L to the game Friday in Phoenix, uh, uh, unless I mean Booker plays. Then yes, I'll, I'll I'm 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 going to concede it pretty much. But without Booker and if AD is playing, um, you know, I don't think we should lose to him. But if we play like we did today with that type of effort, then yeah, we, I mean, we could, it doesn't, it doesn't matter who the other team has. 
Although Lonnie looked good the first part of the season for the Lakers last year and then tailed off until he had that magical one game run in the playoffs. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't I mean, his minutes kind of tailed off. I don't know if it, he tailed he off. He got an first. injury. I think he yeah, got an he, injury. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when Austin kind of took off and yeah. yeah and he never kind of got his groove back. But until um, uh, that magical one game where, you know, like uh, Darvin Ham pulled him out of the hat on that one. So, but hey. I mean, we got to take the good with the with bad with the good, right? So, yes, it's been a lot of bad this year so far. So, hopefully, at some point uh, soon, we'll we'll experience a little bit bit of the good. I don't think uh, you know guys like Vincent and and some of these guys are are too good of shooters to continue. Reeves is too good a player to continue to shoot as bad as he shot. What is he? Oh, for four from three point land. Um, and sometimes that's all it takes is, is, is when you're shooting good, everything else, you know, comes around. Your defense is a little bit better. So, and, yeah. and Intel says the Clippers are suffering the same kind of misery that we are. Phoenix doesn't look much better. And these are a lot of the teams that were supposed to compete at the top of the West, along with the, the Nuggets. They're going to be without Murray for at least the rest of this month. Uh, so if we can get right. Who gives a shit about weeks. the Clippers? They well, suck. What, They've never won anything. Who cares? Until Wild did because he put it in the super chat. Yeah, until Wild, no one cares about the Clippers. Even the Clippers don't care about the Clippers. Clipper fans are just non-Laker fans. <laughs> they will win nothing. Yeah, they yeah, will they're... win nothing. They mean nothing to anything. When they go and take that spot near the Forum, they'll be forgotten even more. Now that you know, their only relevance is that they share the building with the seventeen-time champs. That's it. Other than that, they're Taylor, Taylor Swift has more freaking banners than the Clippers in, in the crypt. So I, I guess yeah. that's when when the mail comes at Staples Center, like everyone is is occupant for the Lakers, and then the Clippers end up getting like the resident. Mail. Here's how the mail works in in, in in the crypt. It says Los Angeles Lakers attention, LA Clippers. Los Angeles Lakers address right PO box or I'm sorry. Uh, I should say uh, zip code. And then if you want it, the mail to go to the Clippers, it says attention, LA Clippers. They don't even have the headline there. So with that, the Clippers can eat it. Phoenix is going to be a problem on Friday. If they don't change their attitudes Friday, they will get smoked. They look like cowards. And it's being their head by the main coward, Darvin Ham. That's it. You play like cowards. You you deserve to be called out cowards. This is this was an embarrassing loss to the to the to the Rockets. It really was. You've lost by nineteen and thirty one by Orlando and the Rockets. Really, nineteen and thirty one. Sorry, not 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 that's not good. Uh, and it, I I'm trying to figure out if this can change. Uh, the only way it can change is if. D'Angelo and, and, and Austin Reeves start hitting from three at a 45% clip. Otherwise. Not even Prince and Wood can help them out. I don't, I don't, I don't have, I don't. Those guys are minimum players, guys. They're minimum players. You're talking about a player who makes two players who are making 20 and $14 million a year that are your starters. And they are playing like dog doo-doo. How are you going to win? This the, the Lakers, I think, were second behind the Celtics in points 
by percentage for the starters. It was like close to 80%. That means if they don't have the starters doing anything, that means no one will do anything. So you're going to have to win this season with D'Angelo, Austin, if you continue to leave them as starters, AD, LeBron, and Torian Prince, or if, you know, when Van gets back, whatever. Starters are the only ones that are mad. It's really just AD and, and LeBron, to be honest with you. And then there's been spurts of, of, of D'Angelo and Austin. That's it. We don't have a third best player. We need a third best player, a player that actually shows up every game. But then our second best player in Anthony Davis plays one week, gets a, a, a tinkle at somewhere, and then he's out. And then all of a sudden he plays like gangbusters for two weeks. Then all of a sudden he gets another tinkle somewhere, and then he's out two weeks. And then LeBron will get his, you know, yearly little thing for the week, his little sabbatical. And then now you're you're all we're doing half the goddamn week is talking about, okay, how can we adjust with LeBron not playing? How can we adjust without AD playing? We don't have that luxury anymore. These and, guys and, suck. And, and he's got, he's, he's got to stop with the smoke and mirrors because we see through it. He wanted to run this five-out motion offense. Well, you know something? If you want to run that, you need a, a center that doesn't shoot 28% from three, Gerald. That, that, that was the other thing. You went from a four out, which made sense because AD is is a problem down there. That worked in 2020 because you had KCP and Kuzma either on the wing or the corner, and you had Caruso and LeBron on the other side. We don't have that kind of luxury anymore. Being down four guys puts him in a puts him in a situation where he thinks he can manufacture excuses. For the offense, Gerald. That's what I'm hearing in post game with him, because he, sh- Gerald. Remember how we joked about Jason Kidd, how he just watches the game. I get the same feeling about Darvin Ham that he's just watching the game. Go ahead, I, Joe. I want to know. We're never gonna know, but I want to know what that interview process was. What did Darvin Ham say to Rob and Jeannie that said, "Yep, that blew him away." Yeah, this is the guy. Okay. Did, did, did he – because I remember – you have an answer, Lee? No, I'm just saying. I mean, last year the Lakers went to the conference finals. So, Darvin Ham has had coached one season, his rookie season. He took a team to the conference final. Right now, you're, 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 you can't grade him, Joe, eight games into the season. I mean, that's, I mean you're, you, you've had uh, – you haven't even had a quiz. If this is a, a, a semester of school, you've had some homework. You had a few homework assignments that you botched. You haven't even had your first quiz yet, so you're nowhere near. I mean, so, yes, it's ugly. Yes, it's on his watch. He's got to take all the heat, but let's not forget the, you know, the success. All right, Lee, I'll, I'll buy that. I mean, that not, record I mean, is 8-12 and 12 in 20 games. Well, that, 20 games is a good the, sample size. That's a quarter the thunder's of the coming. Yeah, because yeah. that's, that, that's, yeah. that's what we were talking about, Lee. I that's, think uh, that's every, all of us are – you know, usually uh, that quarter poll is when we kind of really get down to the nitty gritty and you can kind of hash out the nuts and bolts of what's going on. But, uh, you know, until then, I mean, you have to, it's an incomplete, as as rough as it is, Lee's right. Um, the, the, the fact is something's, something's got to change, Gerald. He's, he can't keep running this five out uh, BS if, uh, first of all, 
if your five is only shooting one shot, you're not running a five out. And Christian Wood had 20 minutes tonight, had one shot. That's not a five out offense. So I, I understand what he's what he's trying to do. It's just it's it's a matter of you know you go and pay a ticket to see a Broadway show, right, Gerald? But then five minutes before the show starts, and the role of uh, I don't know Marceau Marceau from uh, Les Misérables is being played by the understudy. That's kind of what we're seeing with Darvin Ham's offense. It's the understudy. It's not the really what he's are usually pretty good though, Sean. So it's fair it's enough. The, he the got me again. The yeah. Understudy of the understudy wasn't there. Either, so. <laughs> I'm just waiting to see Tinkle on the injury report. When will Tinkle be a part? AD has a left oh, Tinkle did say, problem. Did I say Tinkle? I meant spasm. Sorry. I You said Tinkle. Which makes slip. it so much fun. I'm just I, I, waiting I, for that on the NBA injury. Yeah, I, meant, I meant, I meant, I meant the, the Lakers yeah. training staff are the only medical staff I've ever known in human history to actually think that a bone could spasm. But I AD is out tonight with a left tinkle problem. He had played 35 straight games, guys. So no, it, no it, doubt, it, it, and he was, it, it, he was, uh, he was. I'll take the that. League. I'll take that. That was a good run. I ain't taking it. No. No, not with a three and five record. Sorry. And it better not be eight and 12 because if it's eight and 12, then there's not going to be an argument anymore. So this team cannot and... afford, this team cannot afford to be eight and 12 after 20 games. So if it's eight not... and 11, constantly can't climb if it, uphill. You if it's climb... nine and 11, you're giving them a, a break. Is that what Who? you're saying? What was that? I said, if it's nine and, nine and 11, you're going to give them a, a, a few more games in. Is that what, I, is that what you're saying? Are we talking semantics here, or are you just trying no, to? No, I'm just being facetious. Yeah, but it's I'm like, like we got to. Yeah, if he, it's, if he, it's yeah. Like, I mean, it's like yeah, if he's nine and eleven, he's in trouble. Hey, they got it. I. It's not even a record, though. It's just the. I mean, it's just the effort. The effort hasn't been there all season. It's not. I don't care if we beat Phoenix. That was a bad game. I mean, we were we played bad. So what you won? I mean, I don't care about the one and loss. Of course, if you're eight and twelve, that's going to be crazy. But even if you're 11 and 9, you're playing bad and you're not boxing out, you're watching guys go to the rack and like a layup line, and it's still not gonna be good. So he's got yeah, he's got a lot to he's he he's gonna be on the hot seat. And you don't want the Lake once the Lakers fans turn on you, it's not a pretty sight. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Needing an edge for your fantasy football team? Listen to the guys at Inside Sports Fantasy Football for insight that will help you reach your league championship. That's Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Check it out today on your favorite podcast outlet. Remember this time last year, L. Rob, people were already after Ham's job already. Fire Ham, fire Ham. And this time around, we said, oh, they're going to get off to a much better start this time around. Unfortunately, it doesn't look a whole lot better than what it did like last year. Yeah. Yeah. You technically, you could say it's better, but it's Ger- not by much. Jared, Gerald, fundamentally, when you're parking a car uphill, where do you want your wheels turned? 
It depends on the side of the street. Well, but yes. you normally want him away from the curb. Yes, that's correct. Not towards it. And it seems like he's parking us uphill towards the curb. And not only that, Gerald, Maybe he wants to drive on the sidewalk. It, I don't know. Yeah, it's not a fully functioning car either. Because drive is neutral. Second gear is reverse. Neutral is park. I mean, it. he's got all the gears mixed up, and he doesn't know which side of the road to park the car on right now. Al, it's so still is Derek, going downhill. Derek Fisher is also available. Isn't that correct, Sean Grice? Yes. Luke uh, Walton, Alice is saying Luke Walton and Byron Scott are available. Should we bring back the gang? Just bring them all back. Get the whole gang back. Hey guys, on a positive note though, Rui looked good tonight. Yes, he did. It was good to see Rui stroking it and and being aggressive. So, hey, we had one one positive out of the night. So if if that carries over for him, that could bode well. And I expect Jackson Hayes and AD to be back in the lineup on in Phoenix on Friday. I'll be traveling, so enjoy. I can't get I any more traveling in the night. I wish I was traveling tonight, Joe. The funny thing is I'm traveling to Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> I should go watch the game. Well, it tells right. That that sunset you're gonna watch is nicer than anything we're gonna see on the court. I can tell you. It's not, it's I'm, I have very little confidence that they're gonna go into Phoenix and, and smack them around, but I'd, I'd like to be surprised. But this is uh you, this is a you get you gave up almost 60 rebounds, Gerald, to a team that, that isn't known as being the big bad front court. I mean, they're 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 good, but Alperin Shingoon, Jabari Smith, Eason, these are not household names, Gerald, who should be out rebounding badly. Alice is like Brian Shaw, anyone. You're so funny, Alice. <laughs> didn't didn't we lost to Houston last year, right? In, in yes. Houston. That was yeah. okay. Actually, Cool Bro asked me in the chat yesterday when was one of Joe's ep- most epic rants. I would probably say go to the Houston Rockets loss by the Lakers. That was probably a top three, if not a top one. That that right there. I think that's probably the. I, I was expecting one tonight, like it, but yeah, the one last year without AD uh, or LeBron, the lineup uh, that they totally spaced out. Uh, that one's probably the best Joe rant that, that, that you have on there. I was in actually in a hotel room and, and actually I, I got a knock on the door from security because making sure if everything's okay, because his lamp, his rant was so loud. So. I mean, they, what, what was really troubling tonight is that they didn't even need Fred Van Fleet and Dylan Brooks and Dylan Brooks has been, very efficient this year. They didn't need either one of them shooting the ball. So that t- that tells me one day it's your guards, the next day the next day it's your perimeter players that are being skewered. Gerald, uh, they got to figure something out here. Uh, I and agree. The, the the and what what's really just troubling us is that if we can't think of any schemes to get them out of this mess. What's Darvin Ham and the coaching staff thinking about right now? How bad they suck? The coaches in the NBA, I took a lot from Jalen Rose's description of Sam Mitchell during Kobe Bryant's 81-point game. Jalen Rose kindly goes up to Sam Mitchell and says, maybe we should put a second guy on Kobe. And Sam Mitchell's response was, listen to what I'm saying. You go against it. You're sitting your butt down. That, that is a problem. 
and the coaches have that habit. A lot of coaches out there have that kind of ego. You're going to listen to me. And then when they get fired, they go, well, no one listened to me. All the stars became divas. Coaches can be divas. Coaches can be stubborn. If you're going to be stubborn and not adjust, then especially when you lose. Men, again, guys, Chuck Knoll, great four-time Super Bowl championship coach, Chuck Knoll said, you can be stubborn as long as you're winning. It's a virtue, he said. It's a virtue if you're stubborn and you're winning. You stop winning, now you're pain. Now you're someone who's actually messing things up. Uh, Vince Lombardi, uh, when he start, when he was coaching the Giants, the, the, the defense, he had just come from Ford, uh, Fordham at, the, at that point. So fresh off of, out of college, coaching in the NFL, and one of the popular players at that time was Frank Gifford. Frank Gifford, um, and I guess I should say the Giants team was kind of poking fun at at Vince Lombardi, and Vince Lombardi got agitated because he was being picked on. And then finally, Vince Lombardi went into Frank Gifford's room and said, Frank, what am I doing wrong? He goes, Vince, you, you, these are grown men. These aren't children. Treat them like men. And then he switched. He changed. And great coaches adapt. Great coaches will listen to you. If you're going to play stubborn ball and you can see that your team is not executing, this is not all Darvin Ham's fault, but he is the coach. He has to figure out a way to enhance the talent of his team. That's part of being a coach, fair or not. Joe, you've been watching the NBA for a really long time. Can you can you name five worse in-game coaches than Darvin Ham? That 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 are you talking about? There, there's only a few. There's only a few right now. Chris Ford I, is a really bad, a lot worse. Probably the worst coach that's ever come into the NBA. Uh, Randy Whitman was really bad for he took a good Cleveland team and Minnesota team and just ran them into the ground from his bad in-game coaching. I would say Darvin Ham right now is on pace with somebody like Vinny Del Negro. There's too many coaches to give that, that list for, but what I will do, what I will do is there are, there are a special few. Tell you the five worst coaches that had great teams. One was Scott Brooks. One was Scott Brooks. That that one I remember. I I think he left a lot of a lot on the table during his reign um, with the talent they had. And then the most recent, I'd say, geez, who's the most recent? Doc Rivers has squandered some. I'd say Doc team. Rivers, but yeah. That's that's the one. Thanks, Lee. It, it was Doc Rivers. I think Doc Rivers left some some titles on the table, in uh, definitely in Philly. But I don't know. It, it's 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 hard. It's hard because the player coach dynamic is so fragile, and the only thing that helps that issue is shots being made. You can get away with bad adjustments you can get away with bad attitudes if you make the shot and right now it's everything it's bad confidence is low coaching is bad shots are going down it's 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 all bad i don't know 
I don't know. The only remedy to this is if they can start shooting better. The problem, though, guys, is they don't know how to play defense. D'Angelo and Austin cannot play defense. That will not change. And if that's what's going to get exploited, you I don't think this team's going to go anywhere. We were hoping that the offense would combat that a little, but it's not. Yeah, that's why you got Vincent to to, to be able to see Angelo in some of those crunch minutes, and you got a better defender and a and a higher IQ player. Vince was so, supposed to Gabe Vincent was supposed to cover the defensive end a little, yeah, and maybe do a little bit of fel, uh, facilitating, which he he was. The problem yeah, he was, is he's yeah. so bad on offense, it just not even a little like just be average at least that yeah. it it's not really shifting yeah. anything there he's shooting so bad yeah. and i don't know if that's because he's injured or he's you know the lights are too bright but this team is gonna have to figure out a way to play play help play we cannot keep doing this man half the yeah. goddamn team is injured and then now the continuity is gonna be a problem with all this so now it's like okay well, what what are, you, what, are you, what are you guys doing to these players you're not I practicing would- You've got every excuse on the planet to tell these guys, don't do this, don't do Like, how are they getting hurt if they're not playing or practicing except for the games? Explain that to me. They used to play hard in practice, and they played 82 games. I'm talking about stars, bench guys, didn't matter. Why? You're playing less. You're playing less basketball, and yet you're still getting hurt. If I can change one thing, I know uh, Magic Man – would would probably change the five out and go back to the you know the offense we ran last season and and you know obviously that would help too, but I just just for once let's just let's come up with a different coverage on our pick and roll, maybe let's ice them let's let's send them away for that pick, because when D'Lo or or Austin is in that they never recover back to their guy, and then if the big guy rolls them down under you know they're just just gonna just drive them right under the basket for an easy basket. So let's 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 force them away from the basket. You know, let's let's change up. Let's just try something different. Can't hurt. How about no, it, it it can't Lee. It can't. And th- that's a great point. I mean that it also stems from communication as well, right? Because we we really did <laughs> we took it for granted, I think, but we had a real good thing there on a string with uh, Caruso, KCP, and AD uh, down the middle there. And uh, we lost a lot of it. And like Lee was saying, try something different on the on those uh, recoveries. Ice them. Yes. That, that would be uh, yeah, you know, something, anything, a, fly, yeah. a fly in the ointment. Anything just yeah. to change the dynamic. I agree with Lee. You got to try something. Very, very disappointing loss today as the Lakers unfortunately get killed 128 to 94. There's no two ways about it. Just a terrible effort from this team, uh, from the coaching staff. As I said, I believe it's an organizational issue. When this team wins, it's an organization. When it loses, it's got to be the same thing. And, uh, you know, as we all say goodbye to Rob Palenka because he'll probably go back into hiding once again, as he did last year, went around this time. Uh, you know, at least we could say that we saw him originally at the start of the season. So get out the milk cartons for him once again, because, yeah, as long as the team plays like this, he's going to be persona non grata once again. He's going to be booed in the Staples Center, crypt once again. 
I think send us on home, Magic Man. Sorry, okay. no, 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 no. I, I can't. No, no. You can't what? blame Rob. Sorry. I can't. Yeah, you can blame Rob. No, Don't tell me what Rob. I can. No, I can. I do. No, yeah, you no. can't. Yep, yep, yep. No, yep. he gave everybody their money. Everybody's happy. Everybody got their extensions. Yeah. All of a sudden now, who hired? Guys, if, Rob if isn't making me, them miss those shots, and Rob isn't but, making Darvin Ham. If you say suck. Ham, if you say Ham is the problem, then who's the one that hired Ham in the first place? You're right. But hey, maybe he gave him a chance, right? Now it's now it's. Well, they. you, know, you said yourself. Boy. How long was he assistant coach in the league? Ten years. How, how many interviews did he have more. in the league? Yeah, I'm not blaming Rob right now. I'm thinking more roster construction. Roster. Let's say he handled the roster with the resources he had. We we had already he already hired Darvin Ham last year. I, I'm not saying you know we can't really put that on him now. At this point, yeah, last year, but I don't know. I'm 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 not gonna blame Rob yet. Oh, I'm not blaming Rob. I'm blaming Darvin Ham, and I'm blaming the players missing shots well, and not being available. Well, this this despite the perception, their package deal now, Joe, because he got rid of Vogel. They're never getting rid of Rob. It's like Mike Tomlin in Pittsburgh. They're never getting rid of him. It's like the then, Raiders. Oh, so enjoy your nine and eight seasons every year. Like the Angels. Oops, I'm sorry. Yes, Angels at least try to well, fire people who don't do their job. They just go. Yeah, they just go through GMs. That is and not a bad like analogy, candy. Joe. I mean, no, it is. It is Tomlin a bad analogy. Got a, Tomlin got him a ring, right? He got him. He, he got one Super Bowl ring. So and and, uh, and Cowards team. And Rob's got him one. So maybe that is. Hmm. Yeah, it's just it's it. Three playoff twelve years doesn't work. I mean, that's how you could, and that's, that's, if that's the case, then that maybe puts some of the blame on Genie Bus as the owner. That's what I've said before when people were getting on my case is like, okay, yeah, we won a championship, but how many times have we been to the playoffs in her, st- you know, as long under her tenure as owner, as owner, as governor, whatever you want to say? Three. Three. Th- play in. I don't count the play in. Oh. All right. Two. Okay. Three. Really, two. Three and ten and years, right? Roughly ten years, ter- I think. That's terrible. That's terrible, Joe. And you're and we're saying that they're gonna keep Rob Palinka. How many times have the Lakers made the playoffs in Palinka's tenure? And twenty eighteen. May I say this? I apologize. I don't want to interrupt. I apologize, Sean. But Intel Wild says bring KCP and Caruso back. First of all, KCP is too busy winning a ring in Denver like he did. At Caruso that that team is a dumpster fire almost as bad as the Lakers right now. That team is ready to be split up by February. Caruso's gone. Levine might they want to get rid of Levine's contract because they know they already signed a bad deal there. Because that sucker gets up to $60 million by the end of the by the end of his deal. Then you've got DeMar DeRozan. People were talking in the chat how they want DeMar DeRozan. Does he really help your defense? And he's no. how old? Why don't we just DeMar- get bring back Carmelo Anthony? I think DeMar's 37. No, he's 35. He's 34, okay. 35. We're caught, I'm caught in a quandary, man, at this point. I can't I can't criticize one thing without criticizing the other, right? It's bad on both ends of the ball. Okay, so what do we do? Fire everyone? Fire Start everyone. winning some games. That's what you do. <laughs> I don't see, this is like an this is like I don't see it getting better with uh with D'Angelo and and, and Austin, unfortunately. It's not it's not a matter of anything other than they they have to squeeze every 
bit of that water out of that that rag for them to win games because they're just, so I'm bad just, on defense. I'm, I, I'm I am so concerned. You're going to do the same thing to LeBron James that the University of Texas did to Ricky Williams. You're just going to run him into the ground, and whatever's left is going to be ground up. We're, we're heading movie. we're heading that we're heading that way. I mean, Gerald, I, I'm not sure if you heard this on playback or not. LeBron James is output is a hundred percent more driving to the rim than it was last year. I did. Yeah. That's yeah, think, that's not yeah. good. That's not LeBron a good thing. Sixty five percent from from two point range. So all I'm just saying like right that. now all I'm just gonna say right now, and I apologize, I didn't mean to interrupt again. This is just like deja vu. We flash back to one year ago this week and we were acting and just in the same manner saying the same things it, it's just like it's deja vu all over again and it's just it's like a nightmare like you keep on having over and over and over so i don't know what to tell people out there this is just this is just inexcusable it's uh it's both uh miserable and at the same time um we can't turn away because we have jobs to do so it's almost like rubbernecking the worst basketball you could ever watch for the Lakers' fast break the last 72 hours. See, I got here. You know, when I post this on all these Facebook Laker groups I talked about, right, Sean? I'm getting yeah. back. I can see all the, the reactions that they make. Now, on more, it's more laughing emojis now at, a, at, the, at, our, at our show, at our what we're showing now on all these Facebook groups, people are, instead of putting thumbs up and, and hearts on these, and these are Laker groups that I'm sending this to. And they're now putting emojis more often than they are likes and hearts. That's an issue. That's a problem, Gerald. Should I head us on out, Gerald? Please. Uh, okay. I think we've gone through enough misery, but then again, I'll, I'll say one thing. You've told us time and time again out there that we have been therapy for you. If you need us to come on again, you reach out and and we'll help you through this. We'll we'll fight through this. We'll we'll help you out as best we can here at the Lakers Fast Break. That's our commitment to you. We're not we're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. And L Rob, uh, great to see you again. Hit me up anytime you want to come on. You're always welcome. You know that, my friend. After a day today's game, it's going to be a while, Gerald. I I'll, I'll see you in twenty twenty seven. Bad bad decision <laughs> by me. But I will tell you, just hearing uh, Joe's uh, uh, Lombardi and and uh, and Frank Gifford's story made it worthwhile. So that was that was the highlight. I didn't glean a whole lot from the Lakers and all of the stuff they could possibly do, but hearing that story that that was worth it. That was a good one. That was a good one. Fantastic. And with that, for Lee, for Joe, for our Podfather. I'm your host tonight, Magic Man and Kayshawn Grice. Lakers fall 128-94. Lakers are 3-5 and five on the season, but we're not going anywhere. LFB will be back tomorrow, fam, for another podcast. And we hope you enjoy the rest of your evening. Good night. Good luck. See you tomorrow. Go Lakers. Go Lakers. <laughs>